Alright, this is a brand new podcast. What's the name of it? Tell the name. Texican Tumbleweed. Texican Tumbleweed. We just came up with it um, while we were stopping at Bucky's and um, talking about this uh, message that we're going to send out to the world by way of podcast. What and, message is that? Um, what message is that? Just how easy it is to enjoy life. It's simple, really. Very simple. You just put some clothes in a bag and drive somewhere cool. That's all it takes. And why, why Texican? Tell, tell people why it's Texican. Why it's Texican? Texican tumbleweed. Um, because, well, I think the most overt reason is because I was born and raised in Texas. You were born in Mexico and raised in Mexico and Texas. De <laughs> De in the the um the city, the city. That city. Yeah, and then here we are in um, Texas, exploring all that because Texas is so huge. It's big. And I always had this like thing about growing up in Fort Worth. I was like, I'm gonna get out of here. Like I was that girl that was like, I'm gonna make it out of this small town. First of all, Fort Worth is not a small town, um, comparatively speaking. Second of all, like I love. Fort Worth now, like I've under I understand the value of your homeland, um, you know, and where everybody you know is. So what are the real quick on the top of your head five awesome things to do in Fort Worth? In Fort Worth? Yeah. Um, I really like just going downtown to Sundance Square, um, and the architecture down there is really interesting. It's really beautiful. There's different things that are just visually pleasing to have the fountains um, there. And then there's a lot of different kinds of food. So you could, there's a few really neat restaurants that you can go to um, down there. There's like two comedy clubs, a piano bar. So there's plenty of entertainment. Um, there's horses with carriages. There's horse carriages. Yeah. Yeah, there's horse carriages. There's um, a Jamba Juice that's been there Forever. Yes. Yeah. Since but before it was cool to go downtown. Before it was cool. So yeah. I, I would like to say that it forward just has a lot of things for many people. It just many people. If you're young, you can go to Seventh Street, have a good time. You know, lots of yeah. dancing. The nightlife is for sure happening in Seventh Street in Fort Worth. If you're, I mean, just right across not right across anything, but really nearby is Six Flags and Hurricane Harbor, so if you're into that, you can go do that. Um, just west of Fort Worth is where, Fort Worth is where the west begins. Where and the so, west begins. Yeah, so literally, you go to the right a little bit, you go east, and there's, um, that's where you go into the trees, okay? That's where you start going to the swamplands, you get over to Louisiana, um, hmm. etc. And then when you go west, it's all desert out there. Fort Worth, DFW is literally in a step, S-T-E-P-P. It means where, um, clim- not climate changes, it means where the terrain changes. And so Fort Worth is literally where the west begins. And so if you go west of there, it's all these little, tiny little small towns with um, barbecue, all, like all these barbecue joints on the side of the highway. Rugged land. Rugged land? <laughs> what does that even mean? Look, because it's tough. It's rugged. It's not Oh, it's paved. rugged land. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. It's, it's heat. There's uh, mountains. There's less green and more brown. And it's just the Wild West. 
the Wild West. The Wild West. That's where it begins. That's where it begins. But for what is this for sure great. Like I said, there's nightlife for the young people. We're young. We're young. Mm-hmm. There's nightlife for that. Uh, there's a stockyard. If you have a family, you can, you don't miss out if you have a family. Take the kids to the stockyard. Let them see them longhorns. There's this big candy store there. I've never seen that candy store. There's a candy store there where you, like, um, it's like a real, like, a, like a candy. Like, they weigh your stuff to check out. It's like a real candy store. Real candy store. So, yeah, Forward just has a lot of things for everybody. And that's just for worse. We haven't even touched upon what the whole Texas has. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. There's barbecue. There's barbecue everywhere. There's barbecue in the city. There's barbecue outside the city. Shit, there's barbecue when someone invites you to their home. <laughs> got barbecue for everybody. got barbecue here. for everybody. There's not a shortage of barbecue here in Texas. I think barbecue is probably the main export of Texas. <laughs> I would be... Barbecue? That's what you think? Yeah, I would, it's one of them, for sure it's one, one of, of them. Oh, I would, yeah, I'd say so. But did you know there's like... um. The barbecues are different per state. Like, barbecue, Tennessee barbecue is different from Texas barbecue. Yes. It's different from, like, Alabama barbecue. Does Alabama have barbecue? I don't, I'm not sure which states have barbecue and which states have the certain type of barbecue. I do know that in Virginia, brisket is not part of barbecue. They they put brisket under the steak category. Oh. Did you know that? No. What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> But what they consider barbecues, of course, chicken, ribs, you know, but not brisket. Not brisket. And then I think Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, they're known for their dry rubs. They're not much of a saucy barbecue place. They're more of a dry rub, Hmm. you know, spices. Interesting. And Texas, well, we're the best. You're the best at everything. The best at everything. All right, speaking of Texas, so we're just coming off a weekend, a little weekend getaway. Kima, Texas. In Kima. Is that, so that's the name of the city, and then there's the Kima Boardwalk. Is that one of is that's that right. it? Okay, yeah. so we just spent the weekend, a long weekend in Kima, Texas, where I guess their claim, is it, maybe it's their biggest, like, attraction is the boardwalk. Kimo, the Kimo boardwalk. I would say the boardwalk. Yeah, there's rides, there's a Ferris wheel, there's roller coasters, there's a constant carnival going on in the boardwalk. Yeah. I think it's just like any boardwalk, really. They just have most boardwalks. Except in a, it's in Texas, it's in so Texas. it's better. Um, yes, it is. It's a cute little boardwalk. It's very, it's small, you know. Um, they have kids rides. They had big people rides. We got there pretty late, and um, we rode the ferris wheel we did the thing about going to places like this late in the day is you've already already eaten a couple times and i'm not brave enough to go on the big roller coasters with a full belly i'm down <laughs> i'm down i'll ride whatever yeah you would but we did we still eat even there we ate we got some funnel cake we got some ice cream funnel cake and some ice cream it was delicious it, it was good yeah time. and we were staying on a boat we stayed on a boat in a marina. In a marina. On a boat, in a marina. Airbnb is a really great place to find unique stays, um, like such as staying on someone else's boat in someone else's marina. I will say um, the door didn't lock. Like, there wasn't a way to lock ourselves in. Yeah. Um, which always makes me sleep a little bit differently. <laughs> but um, 
it was a real quiet place, and so we got to um, enjoy the quietness. And if you wake up early enough, if you don't know this, water is different first thing in the morning. And there's, I watched the water change change today. So first thing in the morning, the water is still very calm. Soft. It's soft. There's not waves. There's not ripples. I mean, obviously there's still ripples because there's fish. There's uh, the things live in this water, so there's still movement. But the top of the water is just like glass. It's just like um, smooth. There's just not a lot of activity. And um, if you wake up early enough, it's still very cool. So it's August in Texas. You know it's going to give me 500 degrees at some point today. August in Texas, it's 90 around 1030. Mm-hmm. You work outside. You know these things. So, um, but we get up early enough to enjoy the cool weather. We walk outside of our boat, our little tiny yacht, and um, we're on the water. So we got to experience the smoothness of the water first thing in the morning and just observe it and how beautiful it is and the difference in how the surface of the water, the smooth water, reflects the sky. Um, so that's lovely. Very lovely. It's a it's a great day. It's a great um it's a great experience to just stay near the water in general. You know, you can camp on the beach, you can sleep on a boat like we did. Uh there's some properties, the uh, Airbnbs that will let you spend the night there and they have a beachfront. You know, just just being around water, especially large bodies of water, you can see a lot of different things throughout the day. Throughout the day it's very different. And I think everything is, but because you don't see water often, it is very easy to see the differences that do happen, the little differences that do happen. Like you said, in the morning, it's a lot more calm. The water feels more calm. It looks more calm. During the day, you know, there's more movement. And it's just it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful to stay in the water. I think one of the favorite things that we like to do is be near water. We love beaches. We love the water. We just we just love being around it. It's life. Water is life. Water is life. Water is like so uncelebrated too. So this morning, a cool. I was said I got to observe that moment. So I think you had gone back into the boat to get something. So I was just sitting on the deck, and I just I remember noticing. I'm like looking at the water and just getting lost in my thoughts because I do that all the time, um, and. Maybe not lost, but just kind of exploring my thoughts and daydreaming. And I just remember noticing the water get more choppy. Like, the water got just more active. Like, like okay, the smoothness is over. And I just remember noticing that moment of, like, okay, time to time to go. You time know, like, go. when, like, the water is calm and tranquil and still waking up. Okay, I observed the moment that activity became um, frequent frequent activity became it became active it became awake it became um ready for i mean now both uh, it became alive yeah maybe that's a good word and then something else that happened this morning we were on the deck we had taken a couple pictures we were watching the fish jump out of the water um you know victor says it's because there was a bigger fish trying to eat them and so 
like in the like a garfish or something was like trying to did I say that? Yeah, you said that. Okay, so that might be true, but then I also like to think that they're just diving into the air like we dive into the water. Like all the little fishies are like, watch this, bro, and then they go and they dive and they see how high they can go, you know, or low. To them, it's probably low. I don't know. <laughs> and um, a fish jumps onto the deck. Like, straight up on the deck. It got stranded. It was just flipping around. Um, it was just flipping around on the deck. Imagine imagine diving into the water, and then all of a sudden, you're not coming back. And you're like, you're trying to come back to the surface, but you can't. Something and got in the way, you got stuck, and you can't back into the air. That's what that fish was feeling. It's terrible. I don't even want to... No, no. But um, then Victor... Toss them back into the water and save the life. Baby, save the life. I was, I did that because it was a little fish and I couldn't eat it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah. Not worth the three bites? It would have been one bite. Clean it and fry it? That's, a, that's one bite. <laughs> Maybe. Otherwise, you betcha. There's the grill there. They had grills. We could have delayed that fish. Had some lunch, free lunch. Some free lunch. Jump into our lives. I'm glad you saved it. Yeah. All right. What else was like a like a moment this uh, weekend in Kima, Texas? Kima, Kima, Kima. Hey, Kima. Well, I think my my favorite part was that we stayed on a boat. That really was my favorite part. I think that's the first for me. It is for me, for sure. I'll tell you that. Like, I've been on sailboats before. Oh, I guess I went on a cruise when I was 17, so I slept on a boat then. But I don't think you could even feel it rocking. Like, maybe if you just sat still long enough, which I did not do when I was 17, but if you just sat still long enough and tried to notice, I'm sure you could. But just throughout. Oh, I had a friend who worked on a cruise ship. She was a dancer. She worked on a cruise ship, and she said that, she, like, she worked on it through a hurricane one time. Oh. She experienced a hurricane in a cruise ship, and they have a system that you go through in case that happens, because on a cruise ship, it might happen. True. And so she said they went, they, oh, my gosh. She said that she was, like, rolled up in a ball, and she was, like, rolling around her room. That's hilarious. What you're supposed to do is, like, I guess get under your bed and like hold on to the bed because all the beds are like uh, stuck to the yeah. room. Yeah, they're like built into the room. Oh. And so that's what you're supposed to do. I think I just hydroplaned a little bit. Whoa! Oh yeah, we're on our way back. It's raining. Yeah, we're on our way pouring. home to Fort Worth. Raining and pouring. It's it uh it was coming down a lot harder, so this is good. Just cruising. All right, we went to, so we stayed at this marina, and then was it Friday morning? I think it was Friday morning. We got up, and we went to a um, a diner. Skippers. Skippers. Skippy, or skippy. Yeah, it was Skippers. 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 Skippers is like this, so it's a breakfast diner, right? Yeah. But it then it Greek. also has a Greek theme. Yeah. Like, there's these really pretty paintings on the wall that if you've ever been to a Greek food restaurant, or a Greek, a Greek, Grecian? Greek, a Greek restaurant, then 
then you're familiar with these paintings. And then there's some pictures, and but they have things like Panacopita and Homes and um, Opatis. They had Dolmas. Dolmas. But they call them something different. Yeah. I don't know what they call them. So we went to Skipper's and we had Greek breakfast food. It was delicious. We had this cheese that is um, it's infused with rum, and they serve it to you lit on fire. Yeah. Remember that? That was your first time having it? That was my first time having wow. it. Wow. Have you had it before? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I've had fire cheese before. Fire cheese. And they always, they say, opa, when they light it on fire, but I don't remember what the cheese is actually called. Do you? It was I like don't. Sun, sun. It was, what was it? Sakapa? Sakapa? I don't remember. I don't remember. I want to say Sankalpa, but that's a, um, that is a Sanskrit word. I don't remember what the cheese is called. But yeah, they light it on fire. Opa. And then Opa. we were just going to let it keep burning. She put it on the table. It's still burning. We're like, all right, it'll burn out, and then we'll eat the cheese. And then she came back like a minute or two later, and she said, okay, blow it out now. How much were we going to let it just burn? I was, I was, I thought that it was going to go out on its own. Eventually it will. Yeah, You've got to burn the alcohol off. When we don't have cheese. Oh, <laughs> we have no more cheese. No. But it was, it was good and melted. Um, so yeah, Skipper's is a pretty interesting place to be in Kima. The and then we were great. dancing. Big, the, I was just saying the, like, food was really great, big portions. Um, we did go dancing. That, that was nice. so wholesome. That was so sweet. I love that. Even away from Fort Worth, you can't get away from what Texas is. And Texas is cowboy, country music, wholesome values, and just fun, having a good, fun time. You know? It's so wholesome that even the people who were trying to dance dirty, they weren't really doing it. They weren't doing it. <laughs> no, they weren't. Not that we don't dance dirty, we just know our audience. <laughs> and we were not dancing dirty that day. No. And, I mean, it was so wholesome. They played, which song did they play? God Bless America. God Bless America. They sang God Bless America. God Bless America. That was so sweet. It was great. It was really great. You got to sing some songs everybody knows and that brings everybody together. together. Nothing brings everybody together like our country's songs. That's I don't right. care who you are. We live in America. This is America. This is America. And um, we just are, we're all American. Like, we all live by the same rules, right? Not we Texas. all pay. The, we all pay the same taxes. Texas has its own rules. We're all right here in America. America. In Texas, it's even more, um, yeah, dedicated. You know Texas has its own pledge? Yeah. I think we're the only state that does that. We're the, I don't know if we're the only state that does that, but we are the only state that can fly the flag at the same height as the U.S. flag. Yeah. All the other flags, if flown at the same time next to each other, they have to fly underneath it, and Texas gets to fly right next to it at the same height. So that's something that's cool. Yeah. Texas. Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't sing uh, Deep in the Heart of Texas. You I had to plan again. You had to plan again? Yes. Oh, babe. Oh. 
deep in the heart of Texas. Is that the right one? I don't know. The stars at night. That's the one. Are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. I thought that's when you clapped. Oh, man, we're going to have to brush up on that. Damn, we are very sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're going to get this down. We need down. to ask forgiveness from <laughs> the Texas gods. Spirits of our Texas land. Dear, dear Chuck Norris, <laughs> please forgive our trespasses. <laughs> as you forgive those on Texas Rangers. <laughs> Deliver us from Oklahoma. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, babe. That was beautiful. Thank you. For sure, that will um, earn us some forgiveness from not knowing that song. Uh, we gotta learn that song. I'm ashamed. We're gonna do that. Uh, all right. What is another good moment for us in Kima, Texas? In well, Kima, Texas. We had coffee in this beautiful courtyard. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, so the board there's like the boardwalk where you buy tickets and you get on the Ferris wheel. We were the Ferris wheel. It was beautiful. I felt like I was every time I ride a sim, I ride a Ferris wheel. I just think of like um, cute old movies and stuff. Like I just feel like this is so cute. This is so um, American. This is so like simple. It's just a simple life. Like I'm not doing it for the gram. We didn't even take a selfie. We used our like Canon. We used our camera cameras. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, I'm here in this moment. This is like, I don't know. What is this? Whenever I do things like that, I'm like, these are the things that people daydream about. Like, this is what I spend my time wishing I was doing when I'm doing other things. You know what I'm saying? I have fair Well, I, whenever I'm like just resting on the beach or on a Ferris wheel or, um, Oh, and I'm with you. Oh, babe. Oh, honey. Whenever I'm doing the things I daydream about, I'm, I just take a second to be like, it's, I, feel, I think that's what the word surreal, I feel like that's what, I've never really understood the word, that word in its entirety, like by definition, but I think that that's what that word means. When you're inside the moment that you, um, like, wish for. Yeah. Does that make I, sense? Yep. Perfect. To me it does. To me it does. For sure. So there was that and then we, this morning we went like right next to the boardwalk. They have all these little there's this really cute coffee and art studio. It was a gallery. Gallery. It was beautiful yeah. art of, uh, of the beach of the town. You know? Paintings of sailboats and the sunset. Paintings of the water, like Emily was describing, in the morning. Pictures of the water at dusk. It had a lighthouse. Pictures of, not pictures, I'm sorry, paintings. These are paintings of the lighthouse. Just overall, the walls were covered by the love of artists. By the love that artists have for Kima. Because that's what inspired them to paint the paintings that we saw. And it was just great. It was great. It was cozy. People were nice. And there was families in there, there family. was people studying. There was little niños. Little niños just running around, having fun. And we had a we had a coffee. I had a caramel ca- caramel latte. 
and you had a cappuccino. A cappuccino. With a lemon bar. With a cappuccino bar. and a lemon bar in the courtyard. In the courtyard. It was oh. so lovely. Oh, so fancy. Oh. It was great. It was great. And then we took pictures. And then there was someone talking about um about a phone number, right? That they didn't... You know, uh, these men were talking about this... Okay, I just did it wasn't I wasn't close enough to eavesdrop. They to just eavesdrop. kind of got I wasn't they just kind of got a little bit loud from time to time. And um I think one of it was like this group of three guys and I think one of them went out last night and got a phone number. Ooh, but listen, you. when you <laughs> But when you in a situation like that in a text relationship where you met somebody, said, you're cute, let me have your phone number, and then let's go from there. Oh, my gosh, look at that tiny little chair and that big truck. That is so, so cute. Well, we just saw, Emily's just talking about this. Um, I think it's, I would say it's a Ford F450. It's a flatbed, one of those that they use for, moving you know, things. moving things, like big things. It's a flatbed F450, I think. <laughs> it's a big one. And... On the on the flatbed, there is a chair, a, a metal chair, a pink metal chair, big enough for a eight, an eight year old, and and that's the only thing. And it's strapped in. It's strapped in into this truck. You know, this truck is meant to pull boats and carry some great cargo. Cargo. And there's only one little chair, and it's strapped in. It's secured. They didn't just toss it there. They made sure they strapped it. You know, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's trapped to the point that I could just sit there and ride it. Through this rain and the traffic. Through this rain and the traffic. That was so cute. It, that, could be, that could be a punishment for your kid. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 they're misbehaving on a road trip. Yeah, you're going to go on the chair. You're going to get on the chair. <laughs> and they won't shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so we were like, get on the chair. So we make them. Like, give them the chair. <laughs> Oh my God. We tell them, hey, and it's secure. It's secure because there will be a seat belt. There will be a seat belt. You're going to be safe. It's strapped in. It's bolted in. The chair's not going anywhere. The chair has a seat belt, so you're not going anywhere. You've taken this too far. You're being, you're being a little jerk, so you're getting the chair, especially when it's raining. That was so cute, and you just made it into, like, um, a minor electric chair <laughs> moment. That was the most precious little pink chair. The chair. So let's, put it, let's make it the chair. The chair. Wow. But we were talking about eavesdropping. <laughs> we, we were talking, talking about, about eavesdropping. Emily was eavesdropping. When all you have to go on is some text messages with no tone or anything. Somebody's probably drunk. There's alcohol probably involved. So, of course, it went south. And he was just being defensive about it to his friends. I have just never witnessed men, grown men, read text messages to each other. That's not something that I normally observe or that my man friends want, or I shouldn't say man friends. I only have one. I only have you, babe. It's only you. You have man but friends. I have, I have dude friends, and they, I don't know that it's really a practice to be like, and then they said this, da 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 And then well, I said not, this. They're this, not going to share it with this, you. Exactly. But do dudes do that? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I've i never done it. I've never shown my text messages to my dude friends and say, can you believe this, bitch? I've, I ain't never done that. And they, they've never done it to me. But 
I don't think it's uncommon for other people. It is super common for girls to write text messages together. <laughs> what do you mean? It's super common for girls to be like, oh, my God, he said this. What do I say? Yeah, really? for sure. For way sure. Maybe maybe they shouldn't do that. Maybe they should just say what they would say without having to ask someone's opinion what they should say. Well, you're not wrong. But for me, texting is so one-dimensional. So I like to check myself and make sure that what I want to conceptualize and relate to this person is clear. Yeah. And I still do that. I do that with you all the time. Yeah. Maybe not always to you, like when I'm writing texts to you, but I've asked you all the time, like, does that sound right? You know? Yeah. So this yeah. is what I observed in Kima, Texas, was somebody being like, oh, my gosh, she got defensive. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. I don't think we spent enough time, like, in in chemo with the people to really make an observance, an observation about the culture of it. Yeah. I just had that moment. But what I did notice last night on the boardwalk and even this morning at the coffee house was, um, and where else did we go? We went to the NASA. Space Center, which we got lost. We did lose we each got, other. Well, we lost. That was probably one of the scariest moments. I won't say. I'm gonna take that back. It's not scary. It wasn't scary. It was just. I knew you were around. I just missed her. I got. <laughs> I got lost. I got lost. I, I was separated from the love of my life for I would say maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I missed her terribly. And that was it. That's what I experienced. That was. My, that was so my experience at, the, at that shop at the Space Center. It was pretty cool. The I really like it. What I noticed there and at the boardwalk was how many different um, kinds of people that were there. Like, it's people from all over the world, all over the world. were coming and, to where we were. And that's what I was going to say. It's, I was going to say that Kima, Texas is, a, is maybe a difficult place to read the culture of because most people are tourists. Most people who are there are not from... Most people you will see are not from Kima. So to say, to describe the culture of Kima, it's somewhat of a tricky question because what you will see mostly are going to be people not from Kima. Yeah. I liked it. I I liked liked having... I mean, there was... I love being in places where so many parts of the world are um, coming together. Oh, that's why I love New York City. Oh, yeah. yeah but, right. but we went to a psychic, remember? Right oh, we did go to a psychic. Psychic. She read her palms. Yeah. It was so interesting the way that she read them, too, because I've been to, this is the second time I've had my palm read. Yeah. And the first time, the palm reader literally had one of those tiny, she had a tiny flashlight and yeah. a magnifying glass. And wow. she took my hands and she looked at them at different angles and she was like, oh, let me check this. And she was looking at my, um, the lines in my hands and everything and what, in great detail. And um, this woman last night, she just said, let me see your hands. And I showed them to her. And I think at one point she even said, um, your hands are telling me. And then she just said, it, it was like, she was like, okay, let me see your hands. And she looked at them. And it was, you could almost see her just, like, 
tune in and say whatever came to her. Like, whatever my hands were saying, she was saying it. So that was kind of neat. She didn't say anything about my calluses. I don't know what palmistry says about calluses. I would say, it could, I don't know. I don't know, but it has to say something. Does you it? Because you don't just get calluses. No. You know, those happen because you did something. Yeah, I don't know. That was, both palm readers did say something to me about twins. Really? Yes. You're going to have twins? I guess so. That's awesome, man. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome for you. Yeah. Can't wait to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh. I can wait a little while. I can wait a little while. <laughs> but she was really cool. She was really nice. The palm reader. The palm reader. The psychic. The psychic. She does tarot readings and palm readings. And she makes how much? A lot of money. A lot of money. There's a package that she offers, and she she'll read your cards, your tarot cards. She'll read your palm. She'll read your aura, and what else does she do? Honestly, I don't even remember. And then she'll give you a crystal to go home with you, and that's her full package as she described it. And that full package costs a hundred and twenty-five dollars. To which I ask, how often do people get that full package? You know, once a week, like twice a week, uh, maybe four times a weekend, because that's when it gets busy. And she told me that she gets to, to offer that $125 package three times a day. Three yep. times a day. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So if you guys, if any of you... Want to retire and have a make Maybe. a good living? Just start learning some tarot cards right now. Start learning some runes. Start learning, you know, astrology. You know, just battle in into that part of yourself that tunes into the universe and uh, move to a boardwalk. <laughs> move to <laughs> a boardwalk. boardwalk. Any boardwalk here in Kima, Texas, Galveston, shit, anywhere, and just say, hey. I mean, it is so, it is such a beautiful art to be able to, like, to be able to read cards, read runes, um, read the stars. You know, there's so much detail that goes into it, but then it's also very much an intuitive process, too. But I think that being able to tune into your intuition is a whole nother art. We all have, like, this automatic ability to, I mean, intuition is something that's in, inborn. It's like our heart or our liver, you know. Everybody yeah. has intuition. To the, to how how much, to what degree do we trust it? To what degree do we listen to it? To what degree do we um, utilize it? You know, this woman utilizes her intuition. Yeah. Anybody who sells themselves as a psychic is utilizing their intuition. Not only using it, but utilizing the tool of their intuition. And so I think, I mean, if you are willing to take, that woman is not in the position that she's in because she um, is an asshole, because she's faking it, you know, because she, um, any of those things, she is in the position that she's in because she has a gift, 
and because she's willing to utilize it for her financial advantage. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly. And I think that's true with everything, really. Everything you do. You know? Whether you're a psychic or whether you are the person who sold us that funnel cake, you know? <laughs> yes. They're, they're, that's a skill. They're making sure. a skill. You know, you're making money out of what you know how to do. Yep. You know, you love how you love making some funnel cakes, pouring that powdered sugar on top. Mmm, got strawberry topping. Mm. People appreciate that service as well. I love it. How much? Yeah. Eleven dollars for that? I think we paid. It was about eight. Eight dollars plus the uh, ice cream. Oh yeah. Plus the ice cream, soft serve ice cream. Yeah. Yep. I'm not saying. Um, I mean, we. I think on the spectrum of, like, from balling on a budget to, like, rolling in the dough, what is, what is the other end of that spectrum? Balling on a budget to, what's up here? What's Donald Trump? On Trump? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. Balling on a budget to, like, um, rapper status? Rapper status? Yeah. Like tw- like hundred dollar bills at the strip club status. Okay, like making it rain with a hundred. Yeah, like I'm asking, where are we on that spectrum? Like where are I'm we feeling, right now? Yeah. I don't think we're even on the spectrum. We're right? on our, we're on our own spectrum. We're on our own spectrum. We just say, hey, I want to do that. What can we do to make it happen? And then we do and make it happen. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, because we've done we've done so many cool things. We've traveled so many places, and we have done many cool things in those places when we were broke and when we are not. So I don't think it really matters the position in life that we're in as far as financial goes because we always find a way to make it look good. You gotta enjoy life. You gotta enjoy life. I don't care if I'm making um fifteen dollars an hour or thirty nine dollars an hour. There are things that you can do, that we can do, that we have to do to enjoy life. You, you gotta do to. it. You have to do it. You have to do it. <coughs> I don't care how much money I make. I'm going to save up and make time to do the things that I want to do. Even if it's going to the movies. Even if it's going to the movies. You, we gotta have a staycation, going to the movies, and. Having a picnic and finding some stars to look at. That's probably, like, the best vacation for me. I love picnic and stars. Picnic and stars. Picnic and stars. And that doesn't even have to be super-duper cost-consuming. It's got to go out of town so we can see the stars. Yeah, from forward you got to drive. I mean, even from our house, you can see some stars. We could probably drive 30 more minutes and see way more stars, you know? Yeah. No we, big deal. No big deal. So, yeah, that's what's up. That was our weekend here at Kima. Kima, 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 Texas. That's right. So, do you want to wrap this up? Do you want to just... Do you have any shout-outs? Oh, shout-out to... Hold on, let me think of Steve for letting us stay on his boat. That was really amazing. Um, Steve, the boat was called Healing Grace. And um, he uses it for healing. He uses it for healing. He hosts different um, groups on his boat and takes them out. And 
I just think that's so beautiful. See, there was some paraphernalia in there that was, it had like, um, sailing angels, I think. And yeah. so he's, I guess he's part of, we didn't really get to talk to him much, so I didn't get to ask him a bunch of questions, but I guess he's part of a program, Sailing Angels, that just facilitates healing through sailing on the water. How perfect. 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 Yeah, shout out to all the angels that just watched over us this weekend and kept us safe and guided us into um, pleasant times. Good times. Good times. What about you? Shout out. A shout out. Oh man, I like to shout out to Michelle. That lady who told us about the spark. Yes. We did not get to go because then it started pouring. And that's when we decided to go ahead and head back to what works. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. And uh Bucky's Bucky's <laughs> Yeah Bucky's So if you guys aren't from Texas. Bucky's Bucky's is. Bucky's is. Bucky's is from Texas. <laughs> and uh, if you have a chance to throw a Bucky, you got to take it because it's amazing. They have clean bathrooms. It's well lit. If you're hungry, you won't be. <laughs> you can find something. You can find something. And it's just great. It's just great. There's a, it's just a great experience. Just overall experience. I'm not going to make it out to be so amazing and lavish because you'll find out what it is and Maybe what I'm telling you will make your hopes go too high. Bucky's is just a really cool gas station. That's really <laughs> all it is. It's a, it's a really cool gas station. But, you know, shout out to Bucky's. You were lovers. All right, great. That's all I got. Kima, right. Texas. Thank Kima, you Kima, Texas is the episode where we went to Kima, Texas. And we'll have more to go. We have more episodes because we're traveling all over all the time. This is, what's her name again? <laughs> Mexican Tumbleweed. Mexican Tumbleweed. Peacing out. Well, oh, oh. Peace. What you say that? Peace out. <laughs>